0: Hey, I know. I'll use my trusty frying pan as a drying pan.
1: Hello everyone, welcome to out of the drying pan, a Pokémon the series podcast. This week, we're discussing three episodes and wrapping up season one from the Pokemon anime. Thank you all for sticking with us this far and through the first season. Just a quick reminder, we are an E for explicit podcast, so listener discretion is advised. And I'm your host, Jacob, and I'm here with my other co-host, Alex.
2: I just want to say, you know what? I had a feeling. I had a feeling you are going to switch it up. But I just want to say, this has been a crazy, wild ride for season one, and I can't believe that... We are already done. Like, just, wow.
1: Yeah, kind of sucks we have to end on these three episodes, but yeah. like, nonetheless, we've made it. We have officially
0: made it.
2: They're not very memorable. I don't know. I was kind of... Um, mm,
0: agree to disagree.
2: Really? Oh, okay. Oh.
0: oh, I haven't been introduced yet. Sorry.
2: <laughs> <laughs> Hold your horses.
1: That voice speaking is our other special co-host this week, Todd Snap. Excuse me. Oh. I mean, Austin. I was- <laughs>
2: Special. I was about to get offended, but I think Austin should be the offended one being called that. Oh,
0: AKA Austin. Okay, Todd snap is so unmemorable that I literally can't even remember what his voice sounds like to try to imitate it poorly.
2: He sounds like Gary.
0: Okay. I do kind of have a, a Todd snap hairstyle going right now, actually. Let me just, like, do it up, curl it a little bit. I should have brought, I should have brought my striped shirt. With your camera? I don't have a camera. I have a cell phone. That
1: camera he was using... Is probably just as good as the camera on your phone. Probably. Yeah. Uh, well, with all of us introduced, you guys are to move on to our weeks. We got to jump a little ahead before we get to the episode. We need to talk about our weeks. Okay. Right. Okay. All right.
0: Let's talk about okay. our weeks. Okay. Oh, okay. We got a hard stop, so we gotta go, 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 go. go. <laughs> That's right. Yeah.
1: This is our week talk segment, W E A K, which uh, means
0: it's usually week talk because we usually don't have much to talk about. But this week we probably do. So go ahead, Austin. Okay. I, I'm currently dog-sitting in a house that's not my own. I am house-sitting as well in this house with dogs. <laughs> I don't know. I'm all, like, hyped up at the moment. I don't Stop know Stop it! No, You're too.
2: making me panic. I'm panicking. <laughs> anxious, anxious, anxious. Oh, my God, take my blood down pressure. down a
1: notch. Let's all take it down a
0: notch. Let's reel it back in. It's me alone with three dogs in a house, somewhat in the countryside, I've been watching nothing but horror movies for four days straight in this house alone at three in the morning.
2: You're sometimes. about to be in a horror movie with that going on. I'm
0: training. I'm training for it. I know what to do. Okay. I'm, you know, I'm watching all sorts of stuff. I'm watching all sorts of slashers are my favorites. I think the girl at the end of Friday the 13th part three did the best job of the ones I've seen so far. Because she, she wasn't letting up. She was like, I'm going to kill him. And at one point, she literally hangs him from a barn. Jeez. And I'm like, yeah, that's what you got to do. You got to fucking kill that fucker because he's going to get right back up. That's not the one where he's in Manhattan, is it? No, that's Jason Takes Manhattan.
1: Oh, it, it literally says in the title, Jason Takes Manhattan.
0: I, I believe so. Okay. <laughs> I've not gotten there yet, but I will.
1: Yeah, I appreciate them being specific with that, at least.
0: Letting us know where he's at. Oh, Can goodness. I just say Prom Night has a great soundtrack? Is it uh, No Doubt That Does It? Uh, no, it's from 1980. <laughs> oh, so it's probably Guns N' Roses. Uh, I think it's like the cheapest knockoff disco music they possibly could find. And it's really good, despite that. Cool deal. Move all on right. from me. I'm a disaster. No, everyone watch Prom Night.
1: <laughs> Just watch Prom Night. That's all you got to do. And tell us how the music is. Leave us a five star rating. God fucking sleepaway camp. Okay, go. <laughs> <laughs> Alex, what have you done this
2: week? Uh, how to follow that. Okay, so speaking of shows, I'll just start with, with that. I binged watched a Netflix series called Midnight Mass.
0: I watched it in three days.
2: Hooray. Okay, so it was. What'd you think? It was good? Good? Yay? Nay?
0: I liked House of Bly Manor better.
2: Uh, I, I, well, I haven't seen ha- Haunting of. What is it? Haunting of.
0: Oh, yeah. Haunting of
1: Bly Manor. What is this called again? What are you talking about? Midnight Mass.
2: Midnight Mass is the one that I watched.
1: Is that catholic thing is that a catholic thing yes yes okay
2: it's not i wouldn't say it's explicitly like halloween per se um but it is it's got supernatural things and i recommend it it's it's a good bingeable show you can get through it in a couple days or a day if you're really um dedicated but (laughs) what
1: are we what are we looking at about an
0: hour an episode yeah cool cool that shit goes from zero to a hundred real quick Real quick.
2: Uh, but it's only, it's a series, so it's kind of got to go quick. But yeah, I watched that. And in other unrelated to the TV news, I am in, well, a lesser amount of pain than I was a couple days ago because I just started Invisalign. And it was really painful. And Austin can attest to that because I was complaining like a whiny little baby <laughs> for the first, like, three days.
0: No, you were doing fine. You weren't that bad.
2: Yeah. I'm doing better we, now. We did,
0: we did have to postpone a podcast, though.
2: Yes, and I apologize. I know it's, it threw off our groove, but my mouth was hurting really bad.
0: You got to suffer for your art.
2: Yes. Well, PSA to everyone listening, our maybe younger audience um, that's fresh out of braces, wear your retainers. Wear your retainers. Because you might end up like me, having to go through this hell as an adult. So
1: That's a good PSA. Keep yep.
0: Yep, Austin, your teeth look great. You don't have to. I didn't wear my retainer.
2: You were lucky, and I'm I'm jealous.
0: I had braces, but I didn't need them. A waste of money. I think
1: it's just handed out at this point. It's like every kid's gonna have braces. They consider it like a rite of passage. It yeah. fucked up my
0: my gum line though, my enamel on my um, teeth because you could, I couldn't reach them very well as a kid with braces on. So to this day, oh, I've I've heard of people.
1: I've heard of that happening, and then people get really bad cavities too because mm-hmm. they can't reach certain spots because the you know the wire's covering it, obviously. Yeah, I was lucky on that one.
2: You know, I feel like it says a lot that you have to go through this torturous pain even though you don't need it as some sort of, like, rite of passage. Like, oh, you're a young preteen, t- you know, teenager. you got to have, you know, horrible metal uh, torture machinery in your mouth just because... Being
0: 12 was not hard enough. We need to make it work. Yeah, let's yeah, make you it harder
2: by torturing them.
0: <laughs> you to be called a
1: brace face for hopefully just two years.
2: Not to mention the kids, those poor kids that had to have headgear. We're not even going to talk about them.
1: <laughs> yeah, the radio couldn't play because they were standing there. Oh, at... no. If you had headgear, leave five stars. How <laughs> yeah, I'm not saying, I'm up. not making fun of you, I'm just saying it's, it's okay. We know you have great teeth today. Because oh. you're on your retainer.
2: Well... I have them now, but I don't I don't have great teeth because I didn't, so.
1: That's what I'm saying. They have it now because they wore their retainer.
2: Ah, yes. They, they
1: were the smart kids. Yeah. Your teeth are fine.
2: Whose?
0: You, Alex. Alex.
2: But I can tell that they're bad, and that does something to the self-esteem, and I feel like this will help not only cosmetically with teeth, but also the self-esteem. So that's the main reason. Because I feel like when I smile, that's all anybody will look at. But then, of course, that's just me having that whole spotlight effect. Like, oh my god, everybody's looking at me, which isn't true. But
1: hey, you know what? Feel good, play good. So, coach used to always say, mm.
2: "It's a mental thing. It really is."
0: That's right. That's right. I'm gonna I'm gonna talk about myself again because I'm <laughs> narcissistic. You know how dating profiles always say, "I work hard and I play hard."
2: Who says that?
0: every single fucking man on a dating app
2: uh those are clowns next
1: not on this farming people ones i am kind of out in the country at the moment
2: you don't have to be lonely at farmersonly.com. com.
1: <laughs> that's how i met my
2: wife <laughs> oh
1: god <laughs> no it fucking wasn't shut up she, she could chuck corn like no one else let me tell you does leslie listen to this jacob <laughs> she's i'll make her listen to this she knows oh you do yeah she knows <laughs>
2: Leslie might be offended.
1: Well, okay. There's a lot more worse dating sites I could have spoken of. I mean, they could
0: have chosen here. I went with the tame one with farmers only. I mean, it's still that. There's a certain demographic. We're not going to get into it. <laughs> anyway, I changed my recent profile to say I neither work hard nor play hard. I do those things efficiently instead. Do y'all think that's clever? I like it. I th- I think that's totally you. That's not Aww. a good thing. If you stick a
1: hundred people in a room, and I read that, I'd be like, yep, right there. That's that guy. Right there.
2: I think you're poking fun at the entire thing, and I think that you don't take yourself seriously, and that's what we need more of, so.
1: That's what I mean. He's It's, like, true, but it's also in a satire way that Austin would have it.
0: Mm. This is why I'll never, ever
1: get married. But I'm fine with that. I have you dogs. say
2: that, and then, you know what, tomorrow you're going to be like, oh, my God, I'm at the love of my life.
1: And I get to do it, so... I get, to be, I get to be the officiant, so.
0: That's true. We did agree to that. We did
1: agree to that. Yep. There's, I have
0: four outstanding agreements right now, so.
2: Austin, I uh, have to ask, who's your best person going to be?
0: Alex, I already told you to be my best man. Don't worry about it.
2: I know. I was just wanting to hear you say it.
0: But I'm not going to get married, so it doesn't matter. Yes, you are. <laughs> yeah. Don't give up hope. I'm, I, there's no hope. I, I it's
2: not even there. You don't okay, I'm not but, even looking but for oh it. you goodness. don't have to officially be married. But we could still do like a little like thing, like a party thing.
0: Well, what yeah. do you mean we don't have to be married? I'm not marrying you.
2: No, I mean, no, oh god, no. Did we lose Jacob?
1: Uh, this is off the rails. Am I here? <laughs> yeah, yes, you're, here. you're here. Okay. <laughs> Jacob, how's your week? Oh, no, Let's move on, on okay, from this. Okay, <laughs> my week. My week hope for the future austin we all hope we hope we all hope uh, i can my, marry you austin, if
2: we both end up single and alone at 40
0: <laughs> yeah we're gonna be spinsters for Jesus. the tax
2: benefits <laughs> yes. okay moving on
0: <laughs> no no i'm not agreeing to that no
2: way
1: <laughs> you're all good you're all gonna be fine it's all gonna be great
2: jacob's the only one with a life out of all of us
0: so. you're two remarkable people you're fine
2: then why are we still alone? You don't alone? need to
0: be in a relationship in order to be happy or be a full individual. Yes. Oh, you I'll don't need someone
1: else to validate how you feel. That's right. Yep.
0: I don't All agree. All you single ladies, leave us five stars. <laughs> That's
1: right. All right. Um, I got a bidet this week.
3: Oh! <laughs> what?
1: I got a bidet.
2: That's awesome. Oh, we did a complete 180. Oh, my God. We really are off the rails.
1: I went to Walmart on a whim. I think we went to go pick up some paintbrushes or something. And I went in the clearance section. There's a the bidet for $10. And I was like, I'm going to. What? Grab Wait a minute.
2: You walked in for paintbrushes and you left with a bidet. Okay.
1: And we got the paintbrushes too. I mean, I wasn't like just the. we Everything we wanted, we got plus some. That's what the bidet was. Okay. So is it the kind that you put on top of the toilet seat? Yeah. I mean, it's the one. It's like the legit the thing. You know, it ain't like a Dollar Tree ripoff, like a hose.
0: Okay. <laughs> okay. I wish you luck with your bidet. That's awesome. I've already got it hooked up. It's good. We're going to come over there, and we're going to take turns.
2: I have to That's ask, how is the cleaning power? Does it actually do anything, or do you still have to follow up with the, the paper?
1: It's got seven settings, and if you put that thing on full blast, you should be good to go.
2: I feel like that would just make a giant fucking mess everywhere, but okay.
1: If you can still be on the toilet when I'm level seven, I, I applaud you. It
2: doesn't blast you through the roof?
1: No, but it's a lot of pressure. Yeah, Austin, you're making a face there. (laughs) Does it does it have a dryer function? It doesn't have a dryer function. So how do you get dry? Well, I put you know one of those like fold out fans.
2: Oh my god!
1: I put that like behind on the back of it, so you can like grab it and then just. Are you serious?
2: Jake, I can't tell tell if you're joking. (laughs) Are you joking? Are you serious?
1: It's a two-foot wingspan on this thing, All right. So you're getting okay, a lot of okay, air with okay, each wave. Okay, okay.
0: So okay. you're
2: seriously saying that you are blow-drying your butt? Okay, got it.
0: I'm call, I'm texting Leslie right now.
1: I wish it had one of those blow dryers on it. I got to use one of those. Like, and they have them in Europe and Japan and stuff like that. But this one, unfortunately, doesn't. But it's it's awesome for ten dollars. This is definitely worth it. Because also, when when we were at Walmart, we noticed that all the toilet paper was gone again. Really? There's there's <gasps> hardly anything there. There's like one no. brand.
0: It's coming again, so wear your fucking mask. Get fucking vaccinated.
2: We've said that several That's times every on this podcast.
0: <laughs> People don't listen. People listening to our podcast, leave a five stars if you've gotten vaccinated. Leave a five stars if you haven't gotten vaccinated, and then go get vaccinated, please.
2: I'd like to think that our fifteen listeners have the presence of mind to do the right thing
0: yeah you're good people
2: good people listen to this podcast
1: (laughs) good respectable folk that's who
0: listens to this making fun of these buffoons we're clowns we're
2: clowns okay don't take us seriously actually do take us seriously on the vaccine thing if you haven't got that go get that but the rest we're clowns
1: and the bidet thing
2: and the blow drying your butt thing
1: i'm serious it is healthier to have a bidet that's what i've read well, that's all I did this week. That's the most that's the highlight of my week and probably will be wow. for weeks to come, so
2: keep us updated on your bidet.
1: So with all our problems cleaned away, oh you guys are gonna move on to the episodes for this week? I'm ready to snap some pictures.
2: Ugh.
1: Let's make sure to make this a Kodiak moment. Hey. Hey.
2: Oh my god, it's gonna be a whole hour of this. Okay.
1: Pretty much. Pretty much. <laughs> For this week, we have three episodes, like I mentioned before, and the randomizer has spoken in the order we're going to discuss these episodes, because each one is going to be discussed by each of us, we have Austin, me, and then Alex. So, Austin, you have the first episode, followed oh. by myself, then Alex.
2: Oh, God. Oh.
0: Wait, 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 wait. What are we doing? Are we doing the summaries? What?
2: No, this is the episode discussion lead. Okay.
0: Got it. I got the worst episode. Yep. You got the
1: f- <laughs> you got the worst. Worst is the first and then it's me, and then it's Alex.
2: I think all three of them are pretty god-awful, so there isn't an- They're arguably all bad, so.
0: Okay, we'll get to it. Who, who's doing the summary? <laughs> who's doing our 30-second summary, in which we have 30 seconds to summarize the episode to the best of our abilities, while I play music in the background? <laughs> all right. it is- It's actually worked out okay. It's Alex,
1: Austin, and then me.
2: Oh, this is awful. This. Okay, you know what? Actually, I lied. I think this is the worst episode. Okay.
1: You really think? Okay. The first one: papara- Pokemon Paparazzi. It's the oh first God. episode this week. Three, two,
0: one, go.
2: Okay, in this episode, Ash and friends are stalked by a weird kid who only likes to take candid photos of Pokemon. He explains he's a famous photographer who only wants to take pictures of Pikachu for reasons that he doesn't want to say. Um, but we find out that he secretly promised Team Rocket, who were disguised as dying old people, that he'd capture Pikachu, which turns out to be a big misunderstanding. They think that he, they're gonna capture it, but he's capturing photos, whatever. Um, then Team Rocket digs a hole, Ash falls through the hole. They end up in an underground river and Ash almost falls to his death, but Todd Snap saves Ash at the expense of his camera and- and they become the best of friends at the end. Hooray! The end.
0: Yay! Hooray! So, did y'all play Pokemon Snap as kids? No.
1: I did. I rented it from the local Blockbuster.
0: Okay, cool. Did you use the Blockbuster kiosk, where you could take in your game cartridge and print out stickers only at your local Blockbuster?
1: I did not, because I think I (laughs) put the game in, played ten minutes of it, and was like, I don't like this, and...
2: That's the most 90s thing I've ever heard.
0: Yeah. Do you not remember that, Alex?
2: I didn't have that privilege.
0: You didn't have a blockbuster?
2: Well, no, I went to Hollywood Video. Oh, okay. I was a Hollywood Video kid, so. I was a little later. I don't know. Did Hollywood Video have that? I don't know. I didn't. They did not. Okay, that's probably why I had no idea. Anyway,
0: I did not have this game because I didn't have an N64 for the majority of its life. I got it at the very end of its life. I did have a weird like strategy guide for Pokemon Snap, so I was aware of the ins and outs of it for some reason.
2: Wait, wait, I'm sorry. How, what's the strategy to Pokemon Snap? I thought you just take the pictures. It,
0: it actually goes
1: really deep, and I didn't realize this until I watched the playthrough of it like a couple years ago. It goes pretty deep, though, doesn't it, Austin, with like some of the Easter eggs that they have in there. and
0: There's so many little things that you can do, like knocking the Charmeleon into the lava and involving the Charizard. And you got to get oh. the pictures of the secret secret signs in order to get the U-level.
2: So knocking the Charmeleon into the lava doesn't kill it. It makes it evolve. Okay, cool. Mm-hmm.
0: Wait, maybe it's the Moltres egg you had to knock into the lava to make it hatch. What
1: about the Magmar? Don't you have to ma- knock like a Magmar in there to trigger something? It, there's, a, there's
0: a ton there. There was a lot happening. Yeah. But, but also there wasn't at the same time, but when you're a little kid, there is. So yeah. how does
2: this differ from the current iteration the remake that just came out
0: the current iteration has a lot of filler i did i tell y'all i actually bought it no yes. you didn't no did you i can't remember
2: i've seen it at your i've seen it at your place so obviously. i don't think we
0: talked about it but you've seen it yeah it's basically the same it has a lot of padding kind of stuff but it's the same basic idea
2: all i know is that people were going crazy about taking pictures of pokemon butts or something and that was that was enough <laughs> for me
0: if this, Okay, this is the stupidest thing I ever said, except not really. i said a lot of stupid things. The dog is trying to break in through the door like he's fucking Jack Nicholson in The Shining. Good God. Okay, that's not right what time. the stupid
2: thing was. <laughs> <laughs> I t- you're in a horror movie. We already established this at the beginning. But
0: <laughs> Yeah, who's that behind you?
2: Ah! The dogs were the killers the whole time.
0: Ah! God, they probably will be soon. <laughs> In New Pokemon Snap, I physically got strained playing it, because I'm such a weirdo that as I was, like, maneuvering the camera around the level, I realized I was maneuvering my torso as well in order to crane my neck to try to see things on the screen, because I'm an insane person. So it caused physical strain on my shoulders, and I had to stop playing it. So I didn't get very far through it. Y'all are looking at me, like, -like. crazy-like. I appreciate the dedication okay i get too invested in simulations what can i say well then it's working right if you get that invested
1: then the simulation is actually working pretty well
0: no i think it's a me trait not a pokemon snap trait it's
1: all they made such a great game that's what they did there did y'all watch sandra bullock's gravity
2: no
0: is george clooney in that movie yes okay
2: hey he was dr proctor
0: he was dr proctor When I watched Gravity and every time Sandra Bullock had to grab on to a piece of space station in order to not get sucked into the vacuum of space, I was there in the theater with her being like, yeah, Sandra, grab it. I was reaching into the air and grabbing the thing with her. I was like, We're, we can do this together, Sandra. I get very physically involved in these things. You should make TikTok videos of that. Um, no, I'm too ugly.
2: No, you're oh beautiful. Oh my gosh, beautiful. self-degrading, I have Todd Snap hair.
1: self-degrading podcast right here. Good Lord, I'm going to end up alone my whole life. My teeth aren't pretty even though they are. I'm going to be <laughs> worthless person even though I'm great. Gosh, you guys need to buck up a little bit.
2: Just get on our level and start being <laughs> self-deprecating no, guys, like we are.
1: No, you guys need to perk Leave up a little bit here. Man. to boost our ego. Yes, please. <laughs> they need so it. Help, help them out somehow, please. They need to realize how great they are, people. Help us out.
2: You're just over there living the life. You've got your bidet. You've got, I mean, just, it's all good. It's all good for you.
0: Happy anniversary. (laughs) Oh my God. Yes. Happy anniversary.
2: Oh (laughs) my goodness. By the way,
0: (laughs) we need to record after work more often. Okay.
2: We're all crazy. It's been a long day.
0: I asked if you guys have played Pokemon Snap because this is the Pokemon Snap episode in which we are introduced to. Todd, aka Snap, aka Todd Snap, also known as the player character in Pokémon Snap. He wow. tries to shoot the twerps to death with a oh gun. <laughs>
2: <laughs> okay, so Ash was having PTSD left over from the K9 Caper episode where the actual robber guy had the gun.
1: It's like in that that and Kaiser.
2: Oh yes.
0: Last episode, he was throwing Pikachu into the gun's way. This episode, he's realizing his mistake and overcorrecting, because while Brock is making some delicious rice balls, not jelly donuts- Yeah, we got it right this time.
2: <laughs> oh, yes. Why did they switch that? I guess it doesn't matter, but whatever.
0: Someone was like, okay, that that we were going too far on that one. <laughs> somebody Somebody wrote that after work. You think someone for 4 kids was having like a debate like we need to change these to rice balls. No, 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 no. Keep us chili donuts.
2: It was a conversation, I'm sure.
0: I wish they would have kept it, whatever. Anyway, um, Ash believes he sees the the barrel of a gun. what is that he shoves misty
2: he shoves them all down he like flings pikachu off screen somewhere he knocks him
0: with his arm and then brock is the one he puts the most effort into because he runs to him grabs him from behind and shoves him face forward into the ground and covering his body as a shield it's pretty dramatic
2: meanwhile knocking all the food stuffs into the conveniently placed river creek thing and the food is then ruined
0: no rice balls or jelly donuts.
2: Nope.
0: Um, I can just say, if you, if one of you guys ever said, get down, it's a gun, and then shoved me to the ground, I wouldn't yell at you afterwards. I'd be like, oh my god, it's a gun. Yeah, I wouldn't be bad about that at all. I mean, I, we live in the United States, not Japan, though, so.
2: Did he, but did he announce the reason, or did he just, I think he just was like, get out of the way, and like, <laughs> for, there was no context, like.
0: Okay, okay, that's fair. But
1: still, it's creepy either way. You know, some guy's either got a gun pointing at you or some guy's taking pictures without your consent. Like, it's weird either way.
2: Todd Snap is a creep, okay? So. Yeah,
1: that's
0: right off the bat <sighs> we start with him being labeled as a creep, and rightfully so. Ash and Squirtle attack the, the gunman, who is actually Todd Snap, <laughs> who has a terrible shirt, a terrible striped t-shirt, and he has a camera and he's taking photos of them. Ash says, wow, that sounds like a great concept for a video game. Buy Pokemon Snap on Nintendo 64. Available <laughs> now. But he actually, he and Todd don't actually get along in the show. Todd takes them all to his house. Because he lives nearby, apparently. Hmm. Where he, it's like a little studio with all his little Pokemon pictures. Um, Pokemon Snap available now for Nintendo 64. Oh, my God. And you can print your pictures at your local Blockbuster. Yes, you can. 1999, what a time to be alive. Mm-hmm. Woodstock was that year. It was great. <laughs> <laughs>
1: that's true. <laughs> there was a Woodstock 99. What, what, Boy, if you want to like, know about that. Mudstock was out. Uh, <laughs> it was more than Mudstock, but yeah, that's another name for it.
2: Jacob, you're acting like you weren't also a child during this time frame and like you were there.
0: <laughs> Jacob, you're the youngest one of us. <laughs> I'm a time traveler.
2: God. He's talking like he was living it. He was like reminiscing on the good old days. I was there. It was,
1: it was crazy when Fred Durst got on stage. Oh and my started God. Just, <laughs> it started yelling. Just go riot, riot, riot. We were uh, like, hell yeah. Hell yeah. As we listened to Roland, it was awesome. Love Limp Biscuit.
3: Mm.
0: Okay, whatever. Uh Todd <laughs> Snap.
2: <laughs> oh I'm totally goodness. out
0: of it. The dogs you... whining at me. I'm
2: I... <laughs> You oh my god, the you so easily dismiss Jacob. It's so bad. <laughs> I don't know what to say. <laughs>
1: <laughs> That's true. I don't know what else he, he's supposed to say. I'm actually just talking, just because I could see he was looking off, off to the right. I'm like, because I was l-
0: talking, because <laughs> I was trying to like stare daggers at the dog through I the know, wall I, I to be exactly. like, "Shut up, dog!"
1: <laughs> I know what you were doing. I just kept talking until you looked back into frame, and I was like, "Okay, we can keep going now."
2: You know what? This is this is appropriate. I feel like this. Our first episode was a disaster for it being the first episode, and our last episode of this season also a disaster we've come full circle it's great
0: i will say we've had more than just the first episode be a total disaster
2: it's par for the course for 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 us on out of the drying pan i feel like anybody listening should know that and so that's part of our charm so it makes it it fun Yep. yep
0: Okay. This episode sucks. It's a total, <laughs> it's a total fucking product placement. It's bad. It doesn't show any new Pokemon or anything remotely interesting. All it is is some boy taking pictures. Okay, let's keep go going. through this kind of bullet point-y Keep going. Um, we get some weird continuity where Todd Snap has a picture of an Aerodactyl and is published in a magazine. He's the, I guess, the first person to ever get a picture of the rare extinct Pokemon. Ash says, "That's me," because <laughs> it is him. Because Ash <laughs> He's is hanging there off. for everything. <laughs> I, in, interestingly, the picture in the magazine is like a blurry silhouette, Bigfoot style. <laughs> but then they go over to Todd's computer, like his desktop, and they do a CSI enhance, 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 <laughs> enhance. And now it's in full color and very blatantly obvious what it's dash and p- aerodactyl. Well, that was a feature in the game, so... Was it? You can no, take the pictures
1: and <laughs> enhance, 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 and that's how you figured out clues for the next Easter eggs and all the little... Yeah, you know, that's how whatever. you did it.
0: Yep, that's it. That's not actually true. All I ever did was held on the A button. As Professor Oak says, "Wow! What game <laughs> is that? What game is that, Austin?" Pokémon Snap for Nintendo 64. What year?
2: Available t- today by now.
0: <laughs> well, now you can get new Pokémon Snap for the Nintendo Switch, available now at your local retailer.
2: <laughs> okay, I just have to point out I know we're making fun of this whole enhance enhance thing. But is it really that far-fetched to think that in a world that they have, like, Pokeballs and teleporters and all kinds of other crazy technology? Oh, the fucking holographic uh, Professor Oak, like, letter that he sent. I don't know. It's not a far cry that they, they can enhance the photo. So
0: Counterpoint. If they could enhance, enhance, enhance the photo... From being a black silhouette into being a full color image with perfect image quality. They should have done that when they published the image in a magazine.
2: Well, maybe Todd Snap is just a fucking imbecile and he doesn't know. He picked the wrong photograph and they were like, okay, well, it's printed. I guess we just have to run with that. It's
0: the only one we got. Might as well go with it. I mean, in the game Pokemon Snap for Nintendo 64, (laughs) oftentimes the better looking pictures would score less than the uh, worse looking pictures. That's right. Oak would give them like a 6 out of 10 or something like that. You're not going to get your apples that way. I'm really surprised
2: Professor Oak, Oak these doesn't pictures. know what the hell he's doing.
1: Oh, it's like that uh, the grading system. Like you see Oak's face by the pictures and it's like thumbs yes. up or thumbs down. Yeah, he puts like a
0: Professor Oak face icon on the yeah. ones he likes.
1: Yes, just the stamp, his stamp of approval.
0: Can we okay. do a Let's Play of Pokemon Snap for Nintendo 64 on Twitch?
1: Yeah, if you got it, we can do it.
0: I have it on Wii.
1: That will work. That'd be pr- probably easier, I
0: think.
2: You know what? You this could is also spend...
0: Of- sorry, you have to spend $50 <laughs> on your Nintendo Switch online with Expansion oh, Pass for Nintendo Switch in order to get N- Nintendo 64 games and second Genesis <laughs> games. Oh, if you want to play Streets of Rage... <laughs> Pokemon uh, Snap is on
1: there. Pokemon Snap. <laughs> Whatever you want is on that $50 expansion. Oh, my God. we didn't talk. I'm surprised we didn't talk about the $50.
0: That's $70, $70 a year. <laughs> Wait, is it $50 in addition to the $20? Yeah, yes. It, it's not the a fuck is it's that! A <laughs>
1: thing. Yes, it's $70. <gasps> no! Yes, that's $70 a year for the garbage. I'm not garbage. paying $50 for
3: Pokemon <sighs> no. Snap
2: for the Nintendo Switch. <laughs> Hell no. You guys, I'm dying. This is awful. No. Uh. This episode sucks. Okay.
1: <laughs> all, right, next, all right, next episode. <laughs> okay, all what right. happens
0: next? Um... Todd Snap. We didn't even discuss Todd Snap's fucking name because they call him Todd consistently because they originally called him Snap and then they re dubbed it so they all say "Todd." Todd. And then later they retconned it so his full name was Todd Snap.
2: Oh my god. Oh Oh my god. I can't even breathe.
0: Okay. Todd (laughs) Snap, the mysteriously named boy, wants to get a picture of Pikachu for unexplained reasons. (laughs) The reason is what Alex told us. Team Rocket are old people, and they want him to steal Pikachu because they're stupid. And so Todd Snap sneaks around, is following the twerps on their day-to-day activities. I fucking loved Ash photobombing all the images. Good for him.
2: Okay, sorry i'm just gonna interrupt ash guess was a little butthole and kept photobombing but todd snap is the worst he's like i'm a candid pokemon photographer but then every time he would pop up and say ready cheese or whatever the fuck and i'm like okay maybe if you stop announcing yourself you could actually get the shots you want but i digress
0: lordy i hate todd snap (laughs) we
2: can tell (laughs) Oh, you're my not God. the only Jacob, one by the way Say something and save us from this
0: Dig it what? Oh I said you're not the only one though. <laughs> okay so. I actually don't hate him that bad This is just a shit-tacular episode
2: He's easy to hate and it's fun to Crap all over him <laughs>
0: That's an excellent point Alex about him saying Cheese when he's trying to get <laughs> candid photos He's
2: a uh, He's an imbecile Okay.
0: Thankfully Ash is on our side And he also hates Todd Snap Because he's perpetually photobombing The images Saving Pikachu from the Paparazzi. Maybe Britney Spears should have hired him. I don't know. Lady Gaga? Mm, maybe. She had that song. Paparazzi. Thank you for reminding us, Jacob. We really appreciate that.
1: You're welcome. That's Well, she got the inspiration from this episode. So.
0: Oh, yeah. Lady Gaga's a big
1: Pokemon fan.
0: Is she really? I, not really. No. Okay. Not to my knowledge.
2: You don't know. Maybe, maybe she is.
0: She would have been on Pokemon 25th anniversary of the album if she was.
2: Okay. This may be an unpopular opinion. Maybe she costs too much. I don't know, but I would preferred does. Lady Gaga <laughs> Katie. to Katy Perry. But I'm yeah, sorry, yeah, Katy Perry
0: can't cost nearly as much as Gaga. That's sorry, true. Perry fans. Yeah, yeah, I
2: don't mean any offense to any Katy Perry fans, but my own personal um, preference would have been for Lady Gaga.
0: I fucking want that Katy Perry Pokemon card though. Those those things look fucking nice. What are they? Are they just online, or is this like you have to go to the store and know. buy them? I don't know.
2: I thought people no, no, they're hated gone, them. So.
0: Moving on, moving on, moving on. We got a hard out.
2: You, we got a what now? A hard out. Oh, okay.
0: I said something else. <laughs> <laughs> what now? Though?
2: I thought you said something else. I was with okay. Jacob on that one. I thought you said something off. <laughs> I got a pump
0: off. What can I say?
2: Pound off.
0: Oh, pound Get off. Get it
2: right. Okay. <laughs> next. What happens next?
0: Team Rocket is getting bored of this episode, just like the rest of us. So they set a pitfall trap. And they dig through to a sewer system. And the twerps fall through. Todd goes to help them. And Ash and Todd fall through the earth and fall into, <laughs> like, a underground sewer system with the cleanest water you ever fucking seen. So I guess it's like a reservoir.
1: Yeah, that's what I was thinking, too. What are the things? I can't remember what they're called. Reservoir. What was reservoir? Aquifer. Oh, aqueduct. Aquifer? Yeah. Aquifer, aqueduct? Somewhere. It's potato, a
0: water potato. thing. <laughs> <laughs> it's a water thing, yeah. Yeah, and it also defies all sense of space, because they were very clearly like in the middle of a wooden path, and now all of a sudden they're at this oh, yeah. huge water complex, yeah. and like the spatial logic of it doesn't make any sense for how like they fell down, I'm wishing you with my hands, because that's what I do, they fell down, were in an underground chamber, walked to the waterfall that exists, as does, everywhere, and... There's like this huge complex that towers above them that they couldn't possibly have not seen previously.
2: Well, it doesn't make any sense either because there's like a cutoff with a waterfall and it's just an empty space where the water's flowing out too. But that's the way they came from.
0: Is it the way they came from?
2: I'm pretty sure. So it's like, how could they have walked that way if that was there? It doesn't make any sense.
1: Is the Pokemon world flat? That explains the waterfalls, right? All over the place.
0: They're on the edge of the earth. Yes, they're on the edge of the earth. They have wandered so far away from Kanto that now they are on the <laughs> edge of the earth. Yes. <laughs> Team Rocket attacks, as they do. And I can't really remember this very well, other than James throwing fucking bombs at Ash's <laughs> oh, pod. Laughing while doing it, too. Just ha, ha, ha. Do you hear him?
2: <laughs> Who? James? The dog. Oh,
1: Oh, I heard him scrape against the door that time, I think.
0: (laughs) James is trying to murder Ash. (laughs) I wish he would murder Todd, but he doesn't. Because Todd uses his camera to help fish Ash out of the water, Even though, and Ash is like, Your camera! Because I guess Ash hated Todd so much that he thought that Todd valued his camera over Ash's life. Which, fair assumption. Ash has a little trickstery moment where he tricks Team Rocket into posing for photos, because they're natural artiste
2: and narcissists so.
0: and narcissists just like me and this leads to the bomb going off in james's hand they go blasting off again ash and todd do not die and they all pose for a picture with todd's new friends the end and then we never saw todd ever again that's Psych.
1: That final t- episode of todd snap it was great to know you yep and uh, have fun in your oak world taking pictures yep On Pokemon Island. On Pokemon Island.
2: If only that were true.
1: Now let's move on to our MVP and LVP and our quotes for the episode. This is our most valuable player and our least valuable player. And the quote that had the most impact on us. And remember for the MVP and LVP, no repeats. That's the rules. All right. And I got the randomizer here. And we're going with... Oh, gosh. I missed it. We're going
0: with... Austin, Alex, then myself. My MVP... (coughs) stop scratching the door my mvp is going to be onyx because the twerps want to get pictures of a pokemon other than pikachu because pikachu is tired of being harassed by todd snap after about three seconds (laughs) bully and so they all release all their pokemon inside the little house except for charizard and little onyx managed to fit into that little cottage studio home and i really appreciate that visual Aww. So, Onyx for Define, Space, and Logic, just like the Water Center would later in the episode. <laughs> my LVP, I mean, I gotta give it to Todd Snap. Low-hanging fruit there. Damn it. Okay, should I take someone else? I don't have no, any No, no, you right already now. put it it, out there. Take you it, put it, take out it, take it. Yep. Okay, yeah, I'll take I'm gonna claim him. I'm gonna get him for all three episodes. <laughs> <laughs> That's my goal. Okay. And my quote, my quote. Jesse, when they're falling down the waterfall... Freezes time and space and announces to us a poem. Team Rocket drifted down the stream and now we scream as they plummet to their demise.
2: Like you said, they're artistes.
1: All right, Alex, what you got for us?
2: Uh, Let's start with MVP. I'm going to give it to Todd's camera for being so well crafted, apparently, that it can hold up the entire weight of a boy. And was Pikachu with him? I think... Or not, I don't remember.
1: More than likely.
2: It can support the entire weight of a person and be subjected to the harsh conditions of the waterfall and still not fall apart or break in half and send ash plummeting to his death. So shout out to the camera. Whoever made that camera, good job.
0: If you would like to have that camera for yourself, buy Pokemon Snap. On like <laughs> <laughs> I'm surprised that what an actual toy. Uh, about that. Go Keep going, Alex.
2: Um, I'm sure there was a toy. If they could make a toy out of it, it existed, probably. I mean, for God's sake, we have the scan your Pokemon Pokedex thing that doesn't even work. Anyway, LVP. I was also going to give it to Todd, but Austin took Todd. So I am going to give it to Meowth for this episode. Oh, dang it. Sorry. <laughs> Meowth, because he was so dumb that he misunderstood the article as being a instead of being a pokemon like poacher whatever the hell he thought it was actually capturing photographs not capturing pokemon so meowth was the one who put us in this situation lvp what the hell is that austin
1: there it is there's <laughs> the camera a pokemon camera
2: yep wow <sighs> i
1: love how it just you just think of it but it's
0: already been done with pokemon Way to go. Oh, I had this in 1999. Available at your local Toys R Us. Your ultimate Pokemon headquarters.
2: This is the most cumbersome-looking thing I've ever seen.
0: But I do like how the um, the button is a Ditto. Aww. It's a dig- Oh, or, it sorry, is. a, a Diglet. Sorry, Diglet.
2: <laughs> it is a Diglet. Oh my god! It,
1: That's pretty
0: clever.
2: That is cute.
0: The rest of it, the majority of it, is Pikachu with his ears cut off. <laughs>
2: Okay, well, anyway, I guess the the quote where when t Rocket digs the hole, the twerps fall into the hole, and Todd stupidly is standing there outside of the hole, and he says, how'd you get down there? And Ash says, easy, we fell.
1: <laughs> very, very well done. Okay, I gotta think of a LVP, but first I'll start with my MVP. And I, my MVP were all the Pokemon, because we knew you were there all along. We just haven't seen you. So it was great to see you pop out this episode and uh, show us a smile. Thank you all for that. And my LVP, oh gosh, has anyone chose Ash? No. I choose Ash. Okay. Uh, he spilt the food. The jelly donuts went down the stream, so that he was, that was his He's trying to fault. save their lives from a yeah. rogue gunman. I can't, he's my MVP. It. He spilt the food. That's the best I've come up with. And then my quote is going to be an exchange between James and Meowth, where James goes, hey, remember last time we made this trap? And Meowth goes, yeah, I really dug it, as they dig the hole.
2: They have some good one-liners.
1: Does that wrap up Pokemon paparazzi for us, or do we have any more thoughts we'd like to share? Moving on,
0: let's leave Todd snap in the past.
2: (laughs) He's not in the past.
0: (gasps) Oh, no. You mean to tell me he's in the next episode traveling with them for no apparent reason and no statement given as to why?
2: For some reason...
0: Buy Pokemon Snap on Nintendo 64.
2: I don't know why they couldn't have left him at his house, but whatever.
1: All right. Who has the 30-second summary challenge for the next one? I think I do. You do? All right. This episode is called The Ultimate Test. The Ultimate Test. And we're starting out with The Ultimate Test because Austin has to summarize it in 30 seconds.
0: Do you want me to do a serious
1: one or a silly one? Just do a silly one. This thing's already off the rails all right i'll do it poor Jacob, i feel
2: like you're two, disappointed jake no,
0: Jacob, jake Jacob, 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 Jacob are, you, are you in a bad mood now <laughs>
1: no no i'm not i swear i'm not
0: are you sure <laughs> i swear i'm not
1: <laughs> i was looking at something on my phone oh are you okay no oh, yeah i'm good okay Alrighty,
0: and three two one go ask jesse and james um uh enroll in a pokemon academy one day quiz where they have to answer all these questions in order to get admission to the pokemon league and they watch a clip of seventh heaven where the older brother in seventh heaven the younger brother in seventh heaven have some questions about growing up in life and the quiz the russian quiz master asks them some questions about what their response should be in regards to the seventh heaven quiz and they all have different answers watch seventh heaven on on wb oh my God. <laughs> Okay, what? was that a real okay. was that a real episode of Seventh Heaven? Uh, it was a real commercial. One moment, please. Are you actually gonna pull it up? Okay, we're gonna watch this. Oh, please. This this clip is called Pokemon Solutions to Seventh Heaven Problems, and let's just take a moment to react to this.
2: Pokemon Solutions to Seventh Heaven Problems. What? What are you doing? What does it look like I'm
0: doing? It looks like you're shaving. The older brother is teasing the younger brother. What should the little boy do? Girls like a close shave, so he should shave really close. Incorrect. He
3: should tell him to back off. Incorrect.
2: Mm, he should.
1: Here's Charizard's flamethrower attack. What? Oh, my gosh. What Wait, a Wait a minute. You, Wait a minute. You saw this as a kid, or you found, found this while researching about the episode?
0: I found this while researching the episode. Okay, okay.
2: This is real. This is a real thing that yeah. happened. yeah. So they had the Pokemon voice actors do this.
0: So does someone else want to give the context for what happened?
2: Uh,
0: so basically in this, the, the, <laughs>
1: you're talking about the commercial we just saw. Yes. In the, in the upcoming episode of the Ultimate Test, there's an exam room where they go into where they have to pass, pass different tests, like naming Pokemon or asking if things about Pokemon were true or false, and they have to say it. But in this version, that the proctor of the exam Asked him to find a solution to the problem on Seventh Heaven, where the younger brother was asking how to shave from his older brother, but his older brother was making fun of him. And so Ash comes to the solution, just burn the older brother with Charizard, so he'll leave his younger brother alone.
0: So Charizard kills the older brother. Seventh Heaven, man. They don't kill. He he burst into flames, melted into ash, and his eyeballs were left over.
1: He's still alive, though. He's still functioning.
0: That's the power of Jesus. (laughs) (laughs) Seventh
2: Heaven. (laughs) I like Misty's practical advice of just tell him to back off. <laughs> I don't even remember what Brock said. Something ridiculous.
0: Something about girls about like a close shave. Yeah. yeah,
1: girls like a close shave, which that's fitting for him.
0: So wow, remember? who's yes. guiding us through the episode? For real? I am. That was a
1: okay. That was a crazy start there with that. I I can't believe that was a real thing.
0: I know there's Batman singing the Jigglypuff song. Let me see if I can find that
2: again. This is the most '90s thing ever. It seems so appropriate. I don't know.
0: All right. Well, Austin, while you're
1: while you're finding that, would you be okay if I go ahead and started our journey with this episode?
0: Yes. I found the clip, by the way. All right. This. You want to go ahead and play it, or? I mean, it's it's literally Batman singing the Jigglypuff song. That's all there is to it.
3: Jigglypuff, a balloon Pokemon. Time it for bed. All right, but a deal's a deal. No way. You promised. Mm
0: jigglypuff oh we've jigglypuff. lost Jacob Jacob's gone jigglypuff. all right can I- the whole thing Jacob's laughing
2: jigglypuff. Pokemon next on I His feel w- like
0: okay that was fantastic
2: I feel like that's one of those things you just have to watch it for yourself there's no you can't have the full experience.
1: That would be one of the things. Even if I saw it as a kid on WB, I'd be like, "Is this really happening?"
0: Like when you have that that dream like sensation when you're a kid, and you're like, mm-hmm. "This is too surreal." Yeah, th- then
1: it's like you like, "Thank God we have the internet and YouTube now," because you see this stuff, and you're like, "I'll never be able to see that again." To prove it, but that's awesome.
2: I think the best the best thing is we'll post this on the Twitter, and everybody can
1: yes, enjoy both of them.
2: this. Excellent. Yes if you'd like some context for this please visit the twitter
0: the only other one i can remember is ash getting sucked into the pokeball and the pokeball starts talking to him huh but i don't think that one's on youtube okay that's enough i'm
1: done all right thank you for sharing those that was actually really cool like i said if i saw this as a kid i would second guess myself that if that (laughs) ever happened that's how bizarre those are but anyway let's go ahead and jump into our episode called the ultimate test all right so we started this episode guess who's back Guys, it's back. Is it Surprise. Todd Snap? It's <laughs> Todd Snap. Todd Snap, who actually does something this episode, kind of. He did? Well, he kind of brings up a huge point, which I'm about to oh. get to. So we sit here, and Misty and Ash, or Misty finally confronts Ash about whether or not he's going to go get a gym badge. He obviously doesn't want to, and Misty and him get in a little bit of an argument. However, Todd reveals here that, honestly, you don't have to win the badges, You can just pass the Pokemon League Admission Exam. That kind of makes me question the legitimacy of this Pokemon League to begin, (laughs) but whatever.
2: This really reminded me of our discussion several, several episodes ago with the Pokemon Tech and Giselle and all them. I mean, I think we did bring this up. Like, what do people do when they can't travel around? Like, And we get a character, well, Nurse Joy, who's also in this exam... But she says the same thing. She's like, if people's health is, you know, preventing them from traveling or if they're too busy with like real life, you know, they can take this exam. So we did talk about this, which was interesting because I did not remember this episode.
0: (laughs) I think maybe I was remembering this episode when we did the Pokemon tech. Could be. Yeah, they're very, very similar. I would just like
1: to know the statistics on like who's ever won the Pokemon League or became the champion from like a program like this or Pokemon tech obviously like if they if none of them ever have won going through this program or Pokemon Tech then they're just kind of for inclusion to help other people in a way
0: because this this requires you to use rental Pokemon
1: yeah you don't even get to use your own yeah this this whole thing just it brings up a lot of questions uh, but anyway back to the episode so after informing them about the Lee exam Ash decides that he's gonna try it and he goes to the admission building and he learns there that all he has to do is pass a written exam and a practical exam. In order to get his, I guess it's like a Pokemon League Pass kind of thing. Like you get like a little button thing that says, hey, you've done this. And while standing in line, Ash receives the number 7. And Jessie comments that she wanted number 7. So we see that Jessie's actually here this time. And Ash notices her, but he just kind of shrugs it off. And then the attendant comes by and informs Ash that you can't use your own Pokemon in the exam. And so Ash hands them over. But of course, at this time, Pikachu does not have to go with... The rest of the pokemon so obviously we see a little favoritism here from the pokemon company
2: uh, misty offers to watch pikachu right
1: yeah which i don't think that's like right with him being able to leave pikachu out if other pokemon have to be in there because he could sneak pikachu back in somehow or i i don't know i just i kind of have problems with pikachu being left out and other pokemon have to go in
2: it's the first of many times <laughs> yeah
1: yeah this happens all the time but
0: what would happen if Ash didn't have his little entourage with of people with him, and they were like, leave Pikachu outside, and like he had, didn't have anyone to give it to? Who would watch for Pikachu? That's, what
1: I, that's another question that came up with this. If Misty wasn't there, what would be the solution? But anyway, luckily,
0: Ash does have Misty and his entourage there to help him get through all his problems. Including this random photographer for no reason. Yes. When did he join us? I don't remember. Do you remember him joining us? He's just here all of a sudden. He's here, and he's just kind of following us around.
1: He's kind of like a... A jiggly tag-along, but actually speaks. But just as annoying. Anyway, so we saw Jesse earlier, and now we see James, who actually comes into the building, and he is, he's very aware that Ash is there and avoids him like like the plague. And then Jesse and him get in an argument about like the different reasons they want to attend the exam, or you know why they're even there to begin with.
2: Can I can I just butt in here for a second?
1: <laughs> of course.
2: This okay. So to your earlier point, Ash sees jesse they're both in disguise jesse and james they're in disguise not very good disguises because ash is like hmm they look really familiar but he just can't place them for whatever reason but this whole part is sort of confusing because apparently they didn't so jesse and james didn't know that one another were going to do this they i think we find out later that they like lied to each other to say they were going to f- and doing something else but they were secretly both sneaking into this Test. I don't know.
1: Didn't one say they were sick, and then one say they had to go visit family? Jesse's uncle
0: was sick. Jesse's uncle. Was, okay, somebody was sick. And James had a more realistic one, which was a dentist appointment.
2: <laughs> <laughs> dentist appointment. I feel like that's the kind, the two kind of excuses that people give in real life. It's either oh, I have a sick <laughs> family member, or I have a doctor appointment. Like it's very realistic in that way. <laughs>
1: Why is it always, it's always the dentist, too, when someone has to go away, to sneak away to do something.
2: You know, there was also this point, and one other thing I want to mention is, so at this point, when James and Jesse, like, run into each other at the entrance exam, like, lobby area, he completely unprompted, he didn't know it was Jesse at first, but he, like, completely unprompted, he's like, get lost, old bat. And I was like, why are you being so rude to this apparent stranger? Like, he didn't know it was Jesse.
0: James is a true terror when, we're, when he's not with anyone else, when we don't oh see him. My God. He's just awful. He's just the awfulest person ever. Oh, I
1: would actually love that to be true. James is just puts on an actor on his crew, but then also the side, he's just a horrible
0: person. Well, he was outrageously wealthy. That's yeah, true. He's kind of spoiled. <laughs> that's, that's pretty good, Austin.
2: And apparently, they both want to be, well,. Yeah, I guess they both want to be Pokemon masters, which is a first that we're hearing of this.
0: Well, who doesn't want to be a Pokemon master, apparently? I thought that
2: was some made up fucking thing that Ash came up with, but apparently now it's spread like wildfire and everybody wants to be a Pokemon. We don't even know what that means. Okay. You're
1: the master of Pokemon. You know, you just, you catch them all, you breed them all, you fight them all, you whatever them all.
2: It's whatever the hell you want it to be, I guess. I don't know.
1: So it's just made up? It's like the American dream that way.
2: Wow. Wow. This is too real, too real.
1: Come with the the zingers today. (laughs) So the American dream is subjective. We'll put it that way. Very. So we'll jump back into it here with the exam actually starting here. And we first start off, if I remember correctly, with some true-false questions. Yes. Right? Okay. So we go start with true-false questions. And James and Jesse, no, James and Ash don't seem like they really know what's going on at all. And they look over at Jesse and they see that she has found this strategy that is gonna make her ace the test no matter what to where she is answering true to every single question <laughs> and I found her logic failing because she even says about herself that hey at least I'll get half of them right if it's tr- if I put true for all
2: And there it is you took my quote <laughs> oh I did <laughs> sorry. <laughs> There it is. Never mind. We'll... F- moving on. I'll find another. Right. I was waiting for it. I wanted to say something. I was like, ah. Okay. Sorry.
0: <laughs> Isn't Jesse actually employing, like, an SCT strategy? It's like the, the true and false are the ones you have the most biggest chance of getting correct, But if you guess.
1: Yes. It depends yeah. on, like, the amount of answers you get to choose from, right? So, like, four, you know, you got 25%. The 50-50 thing just doesn't work, though, because you still need above a 50% to pass. Right, so she didn't, I don't know if they give an exact score, but I assume it's like 75 or above, kind of like a driver's test or something like that to pass. So right away, she's going to fail.
2: This is Jesse logic.
0: I failed the driver's test exam twice. <laughs> oh, you too? Really, you too? What, are you talking about the actual driving part or the written part? The actual driving part. Because, and it's because the, the, my proctor guy was a real mean person who, <laughs> like, bullied me into failing. And then I did worse the third time, but I had a nice guy that time, so I passed it
2: third time is the charm.
1: I passed with flying colors, but it's not because I'm a good driver. It's because when my driver, proctor, or whatever it is, the lady came out there, I opened the door for her, and I said, your carriage awaits. Oh my god. And she started laughing so so hard that I knew I was going to pass no matter what.
2: Laying on the charm thing (laughs) to get what you want.
1: I, I even had like a Coke or something
2: for them to drink. Jacob, how do you... I
0: what is go it like to life? be so, <laughs> so charming? <laughs> I'm just like James. It's just an act, on people. <laughs> oh goodness! At
1: least I passed. I think I got. What is it? You needed eighty. I got somewhere around there. So, oh, it still seems kind of low for a driver's test. Oh man, she enjoyed that Coke, and I got my driver's license. That's Wha- all that matters.
2: What is it like to be you, Jake? i Jesus. <laughs>
1: I don't know. I don't know if it's the medication I'm on or whatever. Just keeps me rolling. Keeps me rolling like we're going to keep rolling through this episode when we go to the next part of the exam which is a recognition test. And this is where we learn that none Okay, these questions were hard. Right? Do you guys agree? These questions were kind of hard. Did you get any of these right yourself watching they this episode?
2: They were rigged. Okay? they were. Okay.
0: Rigged. I knew the polywag Poliwhirl one.
2: No, you did not.
0: No, I did know that. <laughs> I could... S- when. Okay, I'm not even kidding.
1: When I saw that answer i was like austin knew that
0: i knew that poliwag swirl was a different direction than its evolutions were but i could not possibly tell you which one faced which way <laughs> so i wouldn't it would be a fifty-fifty shot my other question is if Polywag's little line is supposed to be its intestines why does it flip when it evolves uh, it no longer has to eat poop i mean that the, the black line is the poop that's its intestine does, does it decrease as it goes is it like a It does a reverse, like a toilet in Australia or something. Oh my
2: gosh! You mean your intestines don't flip flop when you hit puberty? I mean, I thought that was like common. That does explain
0: a lot for me. Your intestines reverse direction?
1: Yeah, I got a bidet.
0: (laughs) Oh Oh my god! God. It's not a water fountain. (laughs) Sorry, I. So I knew that one kind of. The Jigglypuff one was garbage, though. Right? I mean, that's iconic.
2: I feel bad for them. That was such a gotcha question. I would be outraged. You know what? Honestly, I really, I really resonated with Jessie in this episode because she was outraged. I would be outraged. She got up and like flipped the desk pretty much and was like, I'm done with this shit. And then she stormed out.
1: Yeah, I don't condone her actions, but I agree with what she was saying about how this is kind of just garbage.
2: She was the realist. I mean, come on. Let's be real. She had the most visceral real reaction of anybody in there. She's like, this is bullshit. And I'm out of
0: here. here. I agree with it. That's what she says in the Netflix version. What? Yeah. This is
1: bullshit. I'm out of here.
2: It's bullshit.
1: That's the HBO version. Coming December twenty twenty two.
2: I'm upset, Austin, that you didn't pick up on me channeling my inner shinji. It's bullshit.
0: Oh (laughs) that's what (laughs) you were going for. Okay, okay. (laughs) Now I recognize it.
2: I had to do the, the affectation in the voice.
0: Alright, so as like
1: y'all said, Jesse just leaves because, you know, this is this is garbage. And then we get to the next part of the... Ex- or actually, no, we see the scores first, right? We see this, the scores with our Nurse Joy coming out on top as numero uno in the class. But at the very, very bottom, we see James and Ash bringing up the rear with the lowest scores ever recorded in the Pokemon League exam. They weren't, they weren't even on the scoreboard. They were off to the side. Did their scores have numerical values? I thought they were negative. Oh, were they? I'm thinking they were negative, like negative 10 or something like that.
2: I wasn't paying close enough attention so I couldn't tell you. Although I did I do remember that there was was Nurse Joy at the top because I thought there was some like nerdy looking kid who
0: Oh, you're right. with
2: glasses that was Oh, she's second? No, oh, she may
1: have been second.
2: We don't find out anything about the nerdy kid.
1: So we see that James and Asher did horrible but they still have a chance because in the next part of the exam is, I guess, the practical portion where they have to battle the examiners or whoever's given the test. But the catch is, I think we kind of alluded to this earlier, you don't get to use your own Pokemon. You have to use whatever the people provide you with, which there's they're at random, right? They don't have any labels on them like this is a water type specificity or ground type no. or anything like that. This was also bullshit.
0: Yeah, this is garbage. They didn't give them a list of what their moveset was. So how could you possibly know what to tell them to do?
2: Because you're just supposed to know everything off the top of your head. Like, Poliwhirl, Swirl, which way does it go? <sighs>
1: it's it's all garbage. Again. It's rigged. Yeah, it's rigged. But James, even though it is garbage, he goes first and he gets he gets crushed. He gets obliterated by the Examiner.
2: You know what? James got done dirty because he got a really good lineup. He got a Pikachu... A Charizard and an Ivysaur. And still lost.
1: Yeah, he got the Dream Team almost, didn't he? He got like a Super Smash Brothers lineup there. Yeah, he did. And he still got cream... P- cr- uh. I almost said
0: something else. They almost got creamed. Yeah. What just happened? <laughs> I don't know. <laughs> Alex is holding her head in her hand. Did you think that he said cream-pied? Oh, yeah, she- did you think, she's th- nodding did you think, her think head. I said that? <laughs> she's nodding her head. Okay, so Keep James going. gets cream-pied by the Russian examiner guy. Yeah. And it's
1: filmed by everybody, and it becomes this huge controversy later when he tries to run for president. Oh, um, this
0: is the HBO Max version. <laughs> that's right. This is it.
2: Jeez. There was a P-tape and everything.
0: There it was.
2: Oh, God! <laughs> We're so far gone. (laughs) Just so far gone. (laughs) Woo! Okay. Oh, man. All right.
1: We'll reel it back in here real quick. Uh, We'll wrap it up here with Ash. Faces the Examiner, and Ash actually dominates, and he dominates so well that he leads Team Rocket to wonder how great he is.
0: And he did so with Meowth, Weezing, and Arbok.
2: That was great.
0: That was a nice touch.
2: Well, he wins. He wins against the Flareon with Weezing, so that was nice, but loses to the Jolteon with Arbok. Meowth. Lost vape to Vaporeon,
1: And so Team Rocket watches Ash destroy the Examiner with their Pokemon. But they decide that, hey, they've had enough. They all three have because they've been booted and have failed out of the exam. So they steal the rented Pokemon and turn it on the Examiner and Ash. But Ash and the Examiner obliterate them and blast them off to wherever the hell they go whenever they get blasted off.
0: The, the Examiner, does he catch Meowth or something like that? He sees a talking Meowth and he's the first person in the entire world to say, Oh, my God, that's a talking meowth. I want to catch it. <laughs> okay. Oh, yeah, okay. I can't remember that.
1: He says he wants to catch the talking meowth, and then Jesse and James find themselves that they have actually ended up with the rented meowth, or the meowth that the examiners provided. Poor thing. Poor thing. Yeah, that poor poor guy. And that concludes the ultimate test.
0: I will say my favorite bit was Ash, Missy, and Brock leave the exam center, and they leave Todd Snap there, and then Todd Snap runs up with Meowth and is like, did you see where Ash went? And they're like, they already left. And Todd snaps, but like, I also have this Meowth and it turns out to be Team Rocket's Meowth.
2: Yeah, they left him there. They didn't even like say where they were. He was just completely forgettable. They just walked off without him. <laughs> they forgot <he> was there. They just
0: forgot. Rightfully so. Oh, and the, 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 the Proctor guy says, and now I finally have the talking Meowth. And I'm like, okay, I could see this yeah. happening.
1: I could see him sticking around for a while. And I could see us moving on to our MVP and LVP in our quotes for this episode. And let me get the randomizer here and let it speak like Meowth. (laughs) It's me, myself, and I going first, followed by Alex and then Austin. I'll start with my quote because it's not that great. And my quote was when, after Ash wins with Team Rocket's team... You see James over there shouting, take notes, take notes, and he's writing <laughs> frantically in his notebook trying to figure out how the hell they could win with Arbuck, wheezing and Meowth.
2: That was smart of them, actually.
1: And my LVP was, again, I talked about this earlier, the Pokemon company for favoritism of Pikachu, <laughs> because he didn't have to go with the rest of them to get put away. So, yeah. We've never seen favoritism for Pikachu before, though, so.
2: Yeah, not at all.
1: It's a rare occurrence. Porygon cries out in
0: pain in the cyber dimension. <laughs> That's
1: right. And we have. That was my Porygon impression. Then we, have, <laughs> then we have. Then we have. It's not far off, actually. <laughs> no, no, I know. That was pretty good. need to auto tune it a little bit, and we got something going. Then I'm going to put my MVP as Ash. Although I didn't think he do, did very well in the like recognition exam and the true false. I thought he did very well in, in the practical exam, given, you know, given that he just had random Pokemon. So good for you, Ash.
0: I mean, that's actually his whole thing. We will later find out is his thinking on his feet. Sometimes. Yep. L- later, more so than now.
2: Okay. <laughs>
0: All right. I'll go ahead and pass it on to you,
2: Alex. Let's see. The quote that I wanted to quote was already discussed. So, ah, uh, let's go with okay. So, when they're talking to each other about why they're there, Jesse and James, like why they're taking the exam. Um, James says, Well, truth to tell, I, not unlike many other people, dream of becoming a Pokemon master. Make fun if you must. And Jesse says, You're doing just fine on your own. And then James replies, I want to live my dream instead of my reality. I was like, I, I really feel you right now, James.
0: <laughs> okay, it's still that. That's still the theme of the episode.
2: <laughs> what?
0: The down on ourselves motif well, we have going you know what? on. I
2: had to keep going with the self deprecating.
1: so I'm just gonna join in and I'm just gonna join in
2: what do you have something self-deprecating to say
1: I can't I can't see good so I can't see none of us can see good we we all have bad vision I gotta wear these glasses I can't drive without my glasses on can't read a book two feet away without my glasses
0: so are you anti-contacts the one time I wore
1: contacts I didn't change them frequently enough and they messed up Mm -hmm. my eyes so it, it's all on it's all on me like forever no I think what happened was I put them in too long and it, they made me squint more and then I they mm. I think that made my prescription worse so I said the hell with contacts I'll just stick with the old old school way of frames and glasses so I'm just too squeamish I can't touch my own eye I can't even change my contacts right otherwise I'd be wearing them right now
0: <sighs> Jacob you need to be our positive person oh no I oh, don't know.
2: balancing force (laughs) oh no
0: we ruined jacob i don't know all right shinji akari over here i take cold showers
2: get in the robot jacob
0: can we do an evangelion podcast
2: out of well we already discussed this out of the ava out of the dummy plug no yes no out of the entry plug yep there we go
0: oh my god (laughs) that might be something else
2: I mean, it's um, Evangelion.
0: It's very sexual.
2: Yeah, there's... They're
0: in the goddamn womb.
2: (laughs) It's not even subtle. It's it's not. Okay.
0: All
1: right. Who's next?
2: Okay, let's see. MVP. Let's just give it... I'll give it to um, Misty for this episode because she had a lot of sassy one-liners. Like, I think at the beginning, and I'm sorry if this is somebody's quote. Does anybody have a Misty quote? Because I'm going to say this. No. Okay. At the beginning where she's like, I guess you can just get another gym leader to feel sorry for you and get another badge that way. I was like, damn, Missy telling her how it is. So she's MVP. And I'm going to give LVP to Russian exam proctor guy because he just rigged this whole thing. He had all these gotcha questions. Then at the end, he like tries to catch me out with a Pokeball, like completely unprompted. Completely. I'm like, he doesn't know that this doesn't belong to somebody else. He's just like, oh, I got to have it. I'm going to catch it. And he like throws the Pokeball. I'm like, excuse me, Rude. Just trying to catch people's Pokemon and steal them, which, I mean, to be fair, I don't think Meowth actually is owned, but nope. still, uh, the audacity of this guy. Anyway. Audacity. The audacity. This podcast
0: is brought to you by Audacity.
2: <laughs> no, it's brought to you by Pokemon Snap for the N64.
0: If you would like to rent um, rental Pokemon and fight NPCs, you can do so in Pokemon Stadium for the Nintendo 64. <laughs> Good game.
2: If you didn't know, we're coming to you live from 1999.
0: We're going to party like it's 1999 because now it's time for my quote and MVP. My quote is going to be Jessie. <laughs> when she's signing up for the exam, she says, age 17, profession diva.
2: Love it. <laughs> <laughs> yep,
0: that's that's perfect for her. Love Jessie. In fact, she's going to be my MVP. Wait, no one took her, right?
2: No. I don't think so. Jacob, what nope. was yours? No.
1: Okay. Mine, I can't remember. It was not Jesse though. I think it was Ash.
0: I had Ash. Okay. Okay. Great. It was Jesse because I mean she did throw a public tantrum, but in all fairness, I mean yeah, that exam was rigged. That was impossible questions. So good on her. She was calling it as it was. And my LVP is going to be Todd Snap. <laughs> to as I said, it would surprise.
2: be. Yep.
0: <laughs> Moveon.org. Or sorry, Moveon.org.
2: We don't even need an explanation. It's just. Todd's now.
0: I actually genuinely don't hate him that much.
1: He's just it's it's an easy target. Yeah, it really really is. It's just the the new guy that's just kind of there. It's it's an easy target. Plus the video game thing too. All right, are we ready to move on to the final episode of season one?
3: (gasps) Oh boy!
2: oh boy
0: the breeding center secret. Alex, I'm surprised you didn't like this episode, given who it introduces.
1: Yeah, I was thinking that, too. You've
0: talked about them before.
2: Cassidy and Biff.
0: <laughs> See, I don't know what you're talking about, because at no point did they get his name wrong.
2: Not yet.
0: Are you talking about Back to the Future?
2: <laughs> I'm, okay, I'm preemptively giving Butch shit, but whatever.
0: I mean, he was pretty dry in this episode. He didn't really have much going on.
2: This episode was all over the damn place, and I really, I didn't like it. And to be fair, I rushed through it at the end, but still, it was, I thought the pacing was very strange
0: how'd you rush through it did you go like 30 seconds in advance 30 seconds in advance
2: i mean i just tried to instead of like going back and rewatching scenes and taking notes and things like that i just i went through it all at once i didn't really stop to pause i was like typing as it was playing and so yeah
0: well i hope you're looking forward to summarizing it
1: yeah just read your notes we should do that one week where we just like play the episode through and get as much as we can and just read our no- <laughs> just
0: read our notes all right, that's for the Johto seasons. Let's do yeah, that. Okay, okay, we'll do that. How that, about
1: that would be hilarious? Don't
2: even take notes and just try to recall everything from memory.
0: Oh my gosh,
1: I can kick us off with the thirty-second summary challenge.
2: Good luck to <laughs> Should you. Should I read it melancholy?
1: Yeah. Should I be like misty?
2: there? This is your thirty seconds. This is however you want to do it. If you want to do it crazy and fun, if you want to do it real and gritty and raw,
0: let's get raw. Alright, Chico, get Not ready like to get that. Go Raw in 3, <laughs> I'm ready to 2, raw. 1, go. Let's get Raw.
1: Alright, so we we said that there's a new Pokemon breeding center in town, and Misty, Misty leaves her Psyduck there, but then she learns later that she can get a free move from a restaurant if she has a Psyduck, because that's the cook's favorite favorite Pokemon. She goes back to get the Psyduck, but she can't, so they sneak in to try to get the Psyduck. They find out that there's evil Team Rocket's running the, po- or the breeding center, and they're trying to steal all the Pokemon. And Ashbrock and Todd and Jesse and James and Meowth are all there, and they're trying to get the team. <laughs> time. trying to steal the breeding center Pokemon out of there so they can save the day. Woo! Time. Woo! Row,
0: dog. Woo!
2: That was all the explanation we really need. Okay. Next time on the <laughs> drawing
0: Alex, Our ha- our heart out is in twenty minutes. You can do this.
2: Okay. Okay. This is gonna be this is gonna be a real challenge, but we can do this. We can talk about this in 20, 20 minutes. Okay. So we start off with them lollygagging around todd snap is still there inexplicably i don't know i guess he somehow managed to catch up with them after they left him at the exam place suddenly he's like
0: gum you can't get off your shoe goddamn
2: yeah i don't know how he's still there but he's still there
0: nickname is flash
2: (laughs) they're at like this park area where there's like a giant jumbotron that's like overlooking this park i'm
0: so sorry flash snap (laughs) (laughs) His nickname is Flash. That's his name. Flash Snap.
1: (laughs) Exactly. It makes perfect sense.
2: Oh, God. Okay, sorry. No, no. Okay.
0: (laughs) Wait till he turns his flash on.
2: Anything to not talk about this episode.
0: He turns his flash on when he fucking shouldn't in this episode. We'll get
2: there to his stupidity, but first we need a little context. So there's like this giant jumbotron overlooking this little park where suddenly... We get interrupted with a Pokemon weather update. God damn it, that's my fucking quote! What? my fucking quote! Oh, I'm sorry! How could that, that be a quote? It's the time okay, of the thing!
1: I don't think that's okay. ever happened like that in a, Like, this has been two episodes. I'm literally
2: in a row. five seconds in. Okay. <laughs>
3: How
0: could that just be my quote? Vote? Because the weather girl appears in the Jumbotron, and she's like, time for our Pokemon weather update. Then she just gives the fucking weather, like it's going <laughs> to be sunny today, and that was her Pokemon weather update before it cuts the commercial. And I'm like, y'all just put the word fucking Pokemon on every fucking goddamn thing in the world.
2: Okay, I am so tickled that that also jumped out to you, because I was like, what is... I said specifically, why a Pokemon weather update and not just a weather update? Like, what makes this specifically Pokemon-related? There's nothing to it.
0: Maybe if she had a cast form, it would be cute, but it's not.
2: Like, maybe if the Pokemon was giving the weather update, or, but... Yeah,
0: somehow involved with
1: the weather update. Like that would make more sense, but...
2: it was. Austin, that's amazing. I can't believe that you... (laughs) I'm so sorry. I didn't think that possibly could be a quote, but...
0: I'll find another one. Don't you worry.
2: That's part of the challenge here out of the drying pan, because you never know who might just say your quote. Anyway, I apologize. Okay, so then we get this stupid weather update, and there's an advertisement at the end where this lady is advertising a Pokemon breeding center which is kind of like the daycare slash spa area where you can like leave your pokemon to be raised and my question being why even own pokemon if you can't raise them yourself
1: it's in the game it's for the posers you don't think they do i think if okay so you can't use your own pokemon in that league exam thing we just went through right so what if you just caught pokemon and just left them there while you went to go past the exam and all that stuff and then you went back to go pick them up to go face the pokemon league
0: well, you leave them there, and then for every step you take, they gain one experience point. Yeah,
1: and think that <laughs> between like, the city that we were just at and this city, I think it's like 500 miles, so you'd be good to go.
2: Well, Pokemon do evolve. They can evolve at this daycare.
0: Not in the game. Not- That's how you know this is an immoral daycare. Yes. Somebody gave someone a stone.
2: Okay, so they advertise that they, they raise the Pokemon with Pokemon love power. That's their whole catchphrase. Pokemon love power. So Misty decides that... They want to go there and leave Psyduck there to get trained up a little bit, and as they leave Psyduck, they come across this all-you-can-eat-for-free buffet, which they decide there has to be some kind of catch to this, because who just gives away free food, which... I don't know. There, there either is a food shortage in this world or there's not.
0: It just depends where you're at. There's a food shortage because people are hoarding the food.
2: Well this guy's hoarding the food. He ordered like 50 gallons of ice cream. But anyway, the chef, this chef pops out of nowhere, scares the crap out of Ash. He apparently has this really heavy southern accent, but he's like, if you can show me my favorite Pokemon, you can eat for free, whatever you want. So they all let out their Pokemon and he rejects all of them. Until he pulls out a photograph of surprise, Psyduck is his favorite, and if they have a Psyduck, they can get the food. So Misty absolutely has a meltdown and demands that they run back to the breeding center and collect Psyduck so that they can get the ice cream because she doesn't want to wait till tomorrow because the 50 gallons of ice cream might be gone by then.
1: Her relationship with Psyduck is such. An up and down roller coaster. It's an it's abusive, abusive
2: relationship. <laughs> that's a
1: that's a the word I was looking for there. Yeah.
2: They go back to the daycare, but they find that oh no, it's abandoned. Where's all the Pokemon?
0: Better break in.
2: Yeah, better break in the back and sneak in where they find this like warehouse area with a bunch of cages and all the sad, dejected, abused Pokemon are sitting there ready to get shipped off to god knows where and they find Psyduck which I guess I don't even know what the point of this was it had like its eyes like taped up weird
0: Misty specifically said that she wanted for it to no longer have a stupid expression on its face
2: oh so, sh-
0: so she taped it I think Cassidy taped it oh my gosh yeah this is this is getting worse by the minute
1: here with Psyduck and her
2: yeah so Misty exclaims that that was really terrible that th- who would do such a thing so they hear somebody talking through like the conveyor belt hole, and they find out that this whole operation is really a front for Team Rocket to steal Pokemon and send them to the mysterious Giovanni.
0: I had a note. It was very unclear whether or not the twerp actually saw Giovanni on the screen. And I'm like,
2: I don't think so. I thought they, I don't if think anything, they, did. they could just hear him but not see okay.
1: him. Okay. They have never seen him at all, right? Not at this point. Not at this point. Okay.
0: They do eventually. <laughs> Yeah, I know they do eventually. I was talking about for season one. Yeah, no, nope, no Giovanni encounters in season one.
2: Ash can meet his real father at some point.
0: All right, <laughs> all right.
2: <laughs> hey, I'm just operating on Pokemon Live logic here. Mmm, that's true. Which we'll get there.
0: We're covering that in season three.
2: That might be my fan fiction. I think we talked about this for our fan fiction episode. Anyway, we're covering
0: that in season two. Yes.
2: Giovanni gets raw. <laughs> oh my God. Oh God. <laughs>
1: or the claw it kind of sounds like the claw you know
2: anyway so is that what delia
1: calls it oh
2: (laughs) okay children raining it in so factor so misty's like oh my god we need to like take evidence of this and todd get out your camera and take pictures so that we have the proof that this whole operation is a sham so they start taking photographs with the flash on And Butch sees the flash happening through the conveyor belt hole, and he's like, something shady is happening. I'm going to go check it out. And he goes, but they have, okay, so they have a pretty good idea. They run and hide and Pikachu pretends to be one of the captured Pokemon and just sends out these little sparks from its cheeks and Butch is like, oh, I guess it was this Pikachu the whole time. So he goes away.
1: That was pretty clever by Pikachu. Mm Yeah.
2: I wonder if that was all Pikachu's idea. or did That's what I was thinking, to
0: too. That? He's the smartest one of those group.
3: Yeah.
2: <laughs> you know, honestly, I wouldn't be surprised. They don't really have a brain cell between them. So so then, I guess while this is happening, Jesse and James and Meowth break into this breeding center, hoping to steal. I don't think... No, at this point, they're not aware that this is also a Team Rocket operation. They just break in, hoping to steal the Pokemon that are there. And then they run into the twerps and confront each other. They're being really loud and obnoxious. So, of course, Butch and Cassidy hear this and they run in and say, gotcha. And it's revealed that this is Butch and Cassidy of Team Rocket. And apparently James has no idea who they are, but Jesse and Cassidy have a history.
0: This will be retconned later.
2: Does it really? Okay. Yeah, this is retconned. (laughs) Okay. I don't recall the other episodes with them, so I guess we'll get there too.
0: Do y'all get the the feeling that Jesse and Cassidy had like, like a sexual relationship, or was that just me? Was that my fanfiction? It could be.
1: It, you could make it your fanfiction. Maybe they liked, both liked a guy and they both fought over him.
2: Yeah, I didn't get the whole, I didn't get the sexual tension between them, but I definitely got a rivalry, like.
1: Somebody got something that the other one wanted.
2: Yeah, there was just a catty, like, I'm better than her attitude.
1: I've been watching too much of The L Word. <laughs> it's okay, we'll start that podcast next.
2: We have so many at this point. So we, I don't know, we get a little exposition from Cassidy about how like Giovanni has written Jesse and James off and they're useless. So Giovanni gave Butch and Cassidy this job. And then I guess I can't remember exactly what happens at this point. I guess they get caught?
1: Yeah, Jenny, does Jenny show up?
2: So they try to I think Ash and the rest of them try to sneak away, but they end up getting caught by Officer Jenny.
0: Oh, we skipped oh. the reveal.
2: Oh, we did. Oh, right. I'm sorry. James apparently somehow has had a weepin' bell in his possession, which he left at the breeding center just the other day. And it's since evolved into Ta da! Victory Bell. Hooray! Yay!
3: Ah! That's, um, <laughs> sorry.
1: that's pretty good. And
2: this kicks off the years long um, tradition of James having Pokemon that physically attack him. Yay! Yay! It seemed, you know what, honestly, it seemed so lonely. Like, something was missing, but now I feel like we have that that gap filled. We have James's attacking <laughs> Pokemon thing.
0: I still have a Fett shaped hole in my heart.
2: Oh my god, you're right. It hasn't shown up yet. Has Licky Tongue shown up yet? It's very unclear. No. No, <laughs> no it hasn't. It should have,
0: but it has not.
2: I think it's coming up soon, though.
0: Very soon.
2: Maybe next episode
0: soon. Maybe in our season premiere. (laughs)
2: Uh, uh, uh. So Butch and Cassidy, I think this is where they, they trap everybody in a cage. Then they run to the cops and tell Jenny a lie that they're the thieves. Ash and friends are the thieves. And they're being robbed. And in true Jenny fashion, she believes them at their word.
0: In all fairness, they broke into there. Yeah, they, they were kind of caught red-handed.
2: Okay, I don't know. I, I kind of want to just crap on Jenny.
0: Oh, there's other reasons to crap on her. Oh, we'll yeah, get to that funny. soon. Yeah.
2: Okay. So Misty is the only one who somehow was saved from being trapped in the cage. So she's the only one that can get them out. So she comes up with a plan to sneak back in with... Like, she just disguises herself in, like, a tracksuit jacket and, like, a hat. And she goes back to get Psyduck, which I don't understand. I guess, like, how was the how was Psyduck still there? Because I would have thought that they would have shipped all the Pokemon away by then.
1: This is very complicated. They didn't expect to get that many Pokemon, so the logistics are completely awful.
0: Cassidy said that they had a two-day holding policy, so presumably they were going to be open for one more day. But Misty was like, I have an emergency trip and I have to take Psyduck with me. So Cassidy was like, okay, I'll let this one go. Is what I assume was going on. Because Cassidy didn't want to raise suspicions.
2: Okay. I mean, that makes sense. I, I guess they had to kind of still play by the rules, so to speak, and give Pokemon back. So, like you said, as to not raise suspicion. But anyway, she gets... So Pikachu sneaks in to find Todd's camera because Butch stole Todd's camera as they were being trapped in the cage. Pikachu finds the camera... And with that, they have the proof to show Officer Jenny that this whole breeding center is actually a cover for Team Rocket's criminal enterprises. So she runs back to the police station and she shows Jenny some pictures, says, here, this is this terrible conditions. It's not what you think. And Jenny's like, oh, my God, I've been had. I I can't believe they fooled me. Uh.
0: Love. OK, this is where I'm going to critique Jenny. <laughs> Because all Misty has to do is show her pictures of Pokemon in cages. And, like, you know the Pokemon world is not our world, because, like, those were pretty sizable cages, to be honest. Like, that's what you do with pets in real life, is you put them in cages like that when they're, like, you know, being held. So the fact that that's such a a wild, horrible violation of Pokemon rights really says a lot about their ethics system. But also the fact that Misty said... Alex is shaking her head. What? Do you disagree?
2: No, I mean, I'm just, I'm shaking my head at the absurdity of Officer Jenny and how easily that she could be taken for a ride. And it just, you tell her whatever and she believes it.
1: Yeah, that is a good point though, Austin, about the cages thing, because that's common. So for this to to kind of trigger something in Jenny,
0: yeah, that is a good point. But also the fact that Misty uses these pictures as proof that this is a team rocket scam. There is Mm -hmm. nothing in any of those photographs to indicate that that is the case.
2: We have to wrap up the episode somehow. We need a resolution. Yeah.
0: <laughs> and so Jenny's like, oh, of course. And so she lets the twerps go, including Todd, but not Jesse and James.
2: They do have the big R's on their chest. That's
0: true. Yeah. yeah. But she takes the children with her to go to the Team Rocket Operating Center in order to bust them. Yes. yes. Because she's Officer Jenny.
2: Yeah. She can't do anything without the help of some random passerby kids.
0: Yeah. God, she'd be so easy to bait and switch. You could tell Jenny anything if she'd believe you. Yeah.
2: Yeah, she's... This... I think... I don't know. Is this the worst Jenny we've seen? She's she's one of the dumbest.
0: No. Not even... No. No. What's the worst Jenny? Oh, Ranger Jenny. Yeah, oh, Ranger Ranger Jenny. Jenny.
2: Yep, yep, yep. I think you're right. Letting a small child run around in the woods.
0: Also, Gringy City Jenny, who doesn't know how phones work. Oh, yeah. (laughs) And the
1: Pokemon Lovers Club Jenny, too. Oh, she was really bad. She was I think she's the worst one.
2: Okay, you guys you were right. This is this is by far not the worst.
0: What about the Jenny who held a funeral at sea for the Twerps and Team Rocket and then didn't contact their families?
2: Oh my god, there's so many examples of how awful she <laughs> is. Oh my god. Okay. The list just keeps going and going and going. That was pretty much it. What happened at the end?
0: Cassidy and Butch were caught okay yeah, yeah basically and in cuffed
2: and that was the end hooray ash saved the day
0: Hooray! Hey, he did it again thankfully we get a 20 second scene of todd saying and i'm leaving now to go to the mountains and they're all like get the fuck away from us
2: <laughs> oh yeah so what the hell is he gonna do in the mountains
0: that's where the game starts. Is in the mountains.
1: No, it's not. He's on an island <laughs> in a forest. She's sh, sh, sh. new. No, he's in the mountains, Austin. Just let him go okay, do his okay, thing. He okay. thinks he's on an island. Okay.
0: <laughs> I I do think when we see Todd again, he's in the mountains looking for an Articuno. No, good for him. Okay. Um.
1: Unfortunately, we do see him again. Too bad he doesn't
2: uh, freeze to death. Anyway. Godly. <laughs> Sorry, that was harsh. Mm-hmm. Yep. Okay. He's such a
0: footnote.
1: <laughs> he is. It's just so. I guess with that episode wrapped up, we can move on to our MVP and OVP and our quotes. Yes. Let me see what our randomizer says here. Oh, it's me first again. Yay. With Austin and Alex. Oh, boo. I'll start off here with my quote. So Misty sees Psyduck and she says something about his eyes looking like ping pong balls. And Misty goes, yeah, I wish I had a paddle. I was like, oh, that's pretty clever there, Misty, with Psyduck's eyes. And my MVP... Goes to Butch for taking Snaps' camera. <laughs> I, think, I think that's been, I think that's been something, something that should have been done a long time ago. But thank you, Butch, for pulling through there.
2: Why did he not destroy the camera I was right hoping there? he was going
1: to
0: smash it. Yeah, he just kept it in the office.
2: He could have pulled the, the film out. He could have smashed it into a million pieces. And
0: I'm going to interject. What do we think of Cassidy and Butch? This is the first time we've ever seen them.
1: I like them. I think it's a good extra... Kind of subplot thing
0: to James and Jesse. Like, I think it's a good rivalry between them. I think they're a great idea. I don't think they're very interesting in this particular episode.
2: I think that from what we've seen of them in this brief episode, that they're more competent, at least as of now, (laughs) in comparison to Jesse and James.
1: I like the the idea of them, but...
2: I still stick by my theory of Jesse and James being willfully incompetent like they do it on purpose i think they don't Mm. really want to be bad
1: they're too good to do actual bad yeah well then i'll go ahead and move on with my lvp and okay i'm gonna set the scene here a little bit for my lvp do you guys remember when james they were in the breeding center and he sees victory bell and he goes up and he opens the cage and pulls it out Mm Mm-hmm. okay remember earlier when misty went for the cage and she like barely shakes it and she goes oh it's locked i can't get psyduck So they just leave and abandon Psyduck? (laughs) Oh my god, you're right. I (laughs) I never thought about that. (laughs) I think Misty was lying about the cage being locked so she didn't have to get Psyduck. And for that reason, Misty's my LVP. No, but she wanted Psyduck for the ice cream. She may have, but she's sitting there jiggling. She goes, oh, I can't get him. And James walks up and uses like a finger and gets victory bell.
0: So something's going on there. Something's going on there. Okay, my LVP's Todd (laughs) for turning the flash on when they're in the dark warehouse with criminals and for leaving just as randomly as he arrived off screen at some point. My LVP. Oh, sorry. My LVP was Todd Snap. I'm going to give it to him twice. My MVP would be Victory Bell just because, you know, good to see her. I'm glad she's joined us. Perfect. I appreciate that the fact that James has a weeping bell is so completely random that it implies that there was another Lickitung situation. Where, like, we missed an episode, but nope. He just randomly caught a weeping bell completely off screen and it evolved into a victory bell completely off screen that we've never seen before. And I appreciate the randomness of that.
2: Maybe, did he not catch it himself? Maybe he, like, had it in his, like, collection back home or something?
0: Nope, he caught it himself. Okay. We will find that out much later.
2: Oh, okay. See, I don't remember this, so.
0: I have a memory for the dumbest shit in the world. (laughs) (laughs) But it helps us out here, so. That's yeah. true.
2: If you were ever on a surprise trivia game where somebody asked you that, you would be able to win the money because you would know.
0: My quote's <laughs> gonna be Officer Jenny and she says out loud, They tricked me? Yeah, <gasps> that hasn't happened before.
2: <laughs>
0: Did she look at the camera when she said that? I think she does. Oh
1: my gosh. Yep, yeah, there we go.
2: Ah, uh, let's start with the quote. I'll just I guess at the very end when they're like tunneling out of their jail cell and we like see them tunneling underground. Jesse and James and Meowth. Jesse says, James, watch where you're throwing that dirt. And James says, watch, I can't even see a foot in front of my face. And Mm -hmm. Meowth says, if you don't quit squawking, you'll see a foot in front of your face, mine. Uh. (laughs) Oh. I live for these stupid little, like, yeah, they are very good.
1: (laughs) Enjoy them while you can.
2: I know. I miss you four kids. (laughs) All right, MVP, I'm going to give it to Pikachu. for finding the camera, which got the proof we needed to break the torps out of jail because otherwise the judge would have thrown the book at them according to Jenny.
0: And our final LVP for the season is, is
2: Remind me who yours was again, Austin?
0: Todd, snap.
2: And yours was uh, Misty? Yes,
0: mine was Misty.
2: Okay, well I'll give it to Jenny, of course. Yay! <laughs>
1: well, That's, that is surprise! So, That is fitting. That is so fitting. <laughs> That's how nope. season one ends. Yep. <laughs> Just how it began.
2: And I know, Austin, you said that you were keeping a running tally of all of the MVP LVPs we've done. So I'd be interested to see what our overall, like, average was.
0: Do we want to do that at the end of the Canto story arc? Yeah. Yeah, that we can going to do okay. Canto. Yeah. Don't let that influence your picks, though.
2: No, 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 no. I just, I feel like I always, or at least I often pick Jenny, because she deserves it. <laughs>
1: pick whoever's most deserving.
2: Yeah. I feel like that's going to be my overarching one, but who knows? Who knows? But yeah, she definitely gets it, and I don't think I need to explain why.
0: All right. Well, I'm really proud of myself for getting Todd Snap for LVP every single episode. Yay! Yay. <laughs> Kudos to you. And that's season one. We did season
1: one.
2: It's a wrap.
1: It's a wrap. Thanks for being with us. Yeah, thank you all for joining us on yes. this.
2: Yes. It's been a wild, one. crazy ride, and we appreciate all of you for humoring us through all of our crazy audio problems
0: at least two episodes are unlistenable <laughs> hey but we got here that's all that matters
2: we're learning still and this is fun so we appreciate all of our listeners and hopefully you all come back for more
1: yeah a journey of a thousand miles begins with a single step
2: a thousand episodes
1: <laughs> Austin, where are we headed next okay
0: we are heading back in time because for the season two (laughs) premiere we have two episodes that were delayed multiple times princess versus princess and the perfect hero join us for season two where we're still in Kanto and everything is still exactly the same (laughs) because the season divisions are completely arbitrarily done by the dub all right so that's where we're
1: heading next time but as for now, thank you all for listening, and be sure to leave us a five-star rating. And if you have any questions or comments for the show, be sure to send them to pan at gmail.com. That's pan at gmail.com. And be sure to follow us on Twitter at Out of Drying pan Again, that's Out of Drying pan And join us next time as the journey continues into Season 2.
3: With my friends Sometimes are crazy And you wonder why I'm such a baby Yeah, the cowboys make me cry But there's nothing I can do